0: Welcome to the first episode of Edu Equality Education ng Lahat. I am Shea Kalovkas, a delegate of Develop with ISEC, training for senior high school students by Ateneo de Manila University. There are two more speakers with me today, so let's find out who they
1: are. Hi guys, I'm Afalia, a fellow delegate.
2: Hello everyone, it's Kin, a fellow delegate as well.
1: Alright, so before anything else, how is everyone? Oh, I'm definitely feeling great about this first episode.
0: <laughs> Loving that energy, Ophelia. I'm also very up and ready for today.
2: Me three, guys. It's the perfect morning for our very first episode.
1: Well, you know what? You're probably wondering what this series is about. But you know what? Don't fret, because we got you.
2: Yes, yes. Edu-, Edu Equality is an initiative of Cabin One of Develop with Isaac who advocates for the accessibility of quality education, aiming to provide equal opportunities for all. That's right.
0: Today's very first episode is centered on the Philippine education before
2: and during the pandemic. Wow, that sounds interesting, right? Well,
1: you know what? Students of 2020, regardless of year level, are in fact first-hand witnesses. You see, pre-pandemic, or what the majority refer to as the old normal, nowadays brought effective learning interaction to its peak. Now, what do I exactly mean by this? <laughs> Lecture mode <laughs> na feel, <si> ya <Ophelia> guys.
2: To <laughs> parang relate na talaga, eh.
1: O, <laughs> <laughs> Pero alam mo, alam you guys, allow me to take you to a classroom context. Though teachers still prepare for the topic coverage or class discussions, uh, the response of both students and teachers differs greatly which hinders effective interactive learning.
0: Yes, true. That's true talaga. During class discussions and the face-to-face setup, there are still actually students who listen attentively, students who fall asleep in class, (laughs) students who do not listen, (laughs) and students who choose to do unnecessary things even in discussion. Ay, hey,
1: ikaw ba siya eh? Which classification ka ba doon? <laughs> no comment
0: na <pa> lang ako.
2: <laughs> well, back then, yung mga teachers, they used to call out those who weren't paying attention, di ba? Especially yung uh, nagdadakdaka, nagkumakain sa likod ng classroom. Oo, yun, 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 Usually, mga teachers nagbibigay like, na na action plans or extra work kapag nahuli ka nila. And, minsan, you know, they would even call out students mid-discussion to ask a couple of questions. And yun nga mas mas nakakabay, lalala, for example, natutulog ka, yeah. tapos natawag, bigla yung pangalan mo, mmm, sakit, no? Parang <laughs>
1: yeah, na kaya ayun. <laughs> oh alam mo sabran yata tama naku don kasi anong yaman dahil ko pending yung guys pero may times kasi I'm the type of student to look away sa teachers kasi well hindi ko naman alam yung sagot especially kapag bad like hindi ko talaga haya like kapag nang tatawag mm. I try to avoid in ganon tatawag tama tawag pero Depende rin siya sa teacher kasi paminsan ako rin naman yun ang nakikipag-eye contact with my teachers para di ako manokot. Mm. Depende siya with ano, depende siya sa teacher actually. So, you know, you know what? Looking back at it, case to case basis siya eh. Depende talaga sa teacher as I said. <laughs> but I still try my best chance in the first kasi do, syempre naman we're taught to be diligent and active. It's very important. Oo, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> but all these allowed teachers to adjust their responses to before ganon pero ngayon kasi yung approach of uh, depending on the type of student honestly even before naman not just now, so that contributed much to interactive learning that benefited students mostly, I guess. So, ayun.
0: Well, I agree naman. Other than the interaction, though, education in the Philippines was also constantly made access- accessible pre pandemic. Kasi nga yung projects ng government, kasi mm. oh. teachers. Even if students did not have enough resources, as long as they can attend classes physically, even the smallest ounce of learning can be attained back then. And with that, I remember lang, like right now. <laughs> 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 Near my school pre-pandemic, Because I interviewed like a quite a, a quite a number of students and to be honest, na lang ako, nung nila ako how compact they are in the classroom. Kasi since ang daming students per room, most of them don't have finances to provide themselves with proper materials. For example, acting pens, pencils, notebooks, or even paper. I realized at that time na even if wala silang enough school supplies, they still manage to travel from their homes and actually attend classes for the discussions and class interactions so they can actually learn bahala na kong kulang. Basta ka nandyan siya, okay lang.
1: Oo, ay ako.
2: That's so true. You know, it's safe to say na both the learning experience and the learning environment definitely impacted yung uh, improving the quality of education in the Philippines, diba? Uh-huh. however, of course, you know, with the sudden outbreak of the pandemic, every single developing factor for a developing country was also hindered, and it affected not only education but the well, economy as a whole, right? So, consider- considering the threat of the pandemic and disease, you know, face-to-face classes became impossible to maintain, and of course, it led to a shift in online and modular learning.
1: Mm-hmm. So as the effective interactive learning we tackled a minute ago as the key to an improving education system in the Philippines now becomes a challenge, and that is very evident. Ayun nga, for online learning, most students choose to remain uh, muted, tapos off kayong, off kayong cam. So, syempre, oh
2: my god, <laughs>
1: and then, I guess we can relate to that, and super guilty ako about that. Pero, mm. Walang
2: hirap talaga rin makipag-interact, especially at this time. No. Mm, that's so true, that's so true. Especially yung mga moments sa pag may tatanong yung teacher online, tapos walang sasagot. Alam mo yung parang feeling mo, kailangan mo saluhin yung sagot na yun mm-hmm. para sa pong classes. Nakakahiay, yun <laughs> no. bakong dead sobra, walang sumasagot. So, parang napipilita ko sa sa mo na, ay, kailangan ko sagotin eh. Kaya ayun. Mm-hmm. So, isipin mo, sa setup namin, kinakaya pa, kahit papaano paano, pero you know, paano naman yung mga hindi nga talaga online classes. Talagang luging-lugi sila. Oo. In modular learning, modular learning, usually in r- rural areas, student-teacher interaction, di na talaga yung na- nakikita sa kanina, so.
0: True, I agree. In terms naman of accessibility, as a developing country, like the Philippines, with poverty as its leading problem, almost the majority are not privileged enough to possess the gadgets kasi nga yung financial problems. And to keep up also with the advancing technology. In fact, about 2.6 million kids nga are forced out of school due to massive unemployment sa pandemic. And that's a pandemic
1: yeah. pa lang. Mm. Mm, grabe. You know, that's a lot. And hindi lang yung numbers eh. It's not the numbers. Ang. Those are kids. Those are Filipinos. And mm. hearing those figures, uh, just imagining how big that figure is. How many that is. It can really bring
2: us to our senses. I know, right? But what Shay mentioned only identified the struggle in online learning. Paano naman yung mga schools in rural areas, okay, that practice modular learning, they have to face uh, battling with uh, or in coping with weekly modular accomplishments in school, such as especially yung claiming and submitting modules, oh since many are hindered in transportation condition, diba?
1: Oh, that's. That's honestly really true, Renkin. And as we're still currently battling COVID-19, uh, we continue to face the challenges brought by the shift in setup. And the critical issue in this educational shift now lies in the failure to address each student's learning approach given the limitations. As we know naman, we are different people. We are all unique. So.
2: We're bound to have
1: different, ba? We're bound to different learning styles. Like, kung saan are comfortable yung ibang visual, yung ibang audio, yeah, visual, so. and, right? Yung ibal mong kinetic. So it's really hard, ba? Yeah,
0: kasi sa online or modular, parang nageneralize generalized. lahi yung But yeah, though the current online and modular learning setups are most feasible to ensure continuity sa educational system, kasi hindi naman po Uh, My pandemic eh, wala na tayong learning system so quality education that has now turned into a privilege instead of a right should still be a priority and to have that as one's priority I think winning this battle against the COVID-19 disease should be our first step kasi yun Hmm. naman yung naghinder talaga sa lahat
2: that's true that's true now that's a preach okay so well that's a wrap to our Edu Equality first episode so this has been Kin Shay, and Ophelia, your speakers of the day.
1: Hoping to have impacted you with insights you may take with you forever. Indeed, lalaban tayo para sa edukasyon ng lahat, para sa lahat.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been episode one of Edi Equality Edukasyon ng Lahat, para sa lahat. See you in the next episode.
2: See you guys. Bye guys.
0: Bye. Bye.